Hello, this is the Roy. This is this is the Roy Lilly. This is Roy Lilly. That's that's a good start of the week, isn't it? Well, let's start the week with Henry Henry Ernest Duddeny. He was a mathematician in the early 20th century. He created a puzzle. I'm sure you've seen it. You connect nine dots and a three by three grid with only four straight lines and the pen mustn't leave the paper. People fail because they visualise the dots prescribing a box shape. The solution to the puzzle involves drawing lines outside the box. Hence the phrase, thinking outside the box. If you're ever in a meeting and someone, it's usually the boss, declares, well, let's think outside the box. It's time to look for a new job. You're working for David Brent. Thinking outside the box is confusing, ambiguous, and looking for solutions beyond the practical boundaries or constraints of the problem invites people to say, well, if only we didn't need to worry about the real situation, we could do this or that, to which the answer is, you can't, because you do. It's easy to be distracted and end up trying to fix the wrong problem. What's needed is creativity inside the box. Barry Schwartz, in his book The Paradox of Choice, which I linked to this morning, says with too many options, we can be overwhelmed. The key takeaway, it's really hard to choose between a lot of options. In its endless business case and business planning nonsense, the NHS makes an art form of options and ends up decreasing the chance of compromise and increasing the risk of choice deferral. In English, you end up with a fudge. And that sounds familiar, I'm sure. <laughs> Out of the box and beyond the boundaries loses the lateral opportunity to focus on creativity and innovation within, encouraging the positive deviants who, given identical circumstances, will do better than others. And it's the key to the success of the Academy of Fabulous Stuff, which I linked to again this morning. People doing and sharing good stuff despite everything. Looking inside the box forces us to get to the root cause of the problem. Ask why five times. And again, I linked to a little thing about asking why five times this morning. And you usually unearth the real problem you're trying to solve. Thinking within the box, reducing options makes for better decisions and optimizes your time. Doing things differently involves understanding exactly what it is you're doing now and exactly which bits need to be done differently. The NHS gives us plenty to think about, particularly now, and there's something weird going on. In May, the Nuffield Trust, and I linked to their report, told us the NHS has more funding and more staff than ever before. 1.4 million directly employed, a further nearly quarter of a million in general practice since 2014, 26 percent more hospital and community staff and nearly a, th a third more in general practice. Staff costs are two thirds of NHS expenditure and has doubled in cash terms to 67 billion in 2020-21 relative to 2008-9. The workforce expansion between 1998 and 2022 has exceeded the increase to population need over the same period, growing 62% compared to just 28% increase in the needs-adjusted population. Yes, there are issues with staff sickness, distribution of extra staff is not equal geographically, and there's a variation in the growth of the professions and services. But 
An Institute of Fiscal Studies study in December last year says there are more beds since 2020, but many are still occupied with COVID patients. And there's lots of good graphs uh, uh, in this uh, study. It's worth having a look. Figure, I'm talking about the graph for COVID patients. It's figure number six. On page 15 of the report, they say the service is actually treating fewer patients than it was pre-pandemic. 13.8 fewer outpatients, uh, just under 14% fewer emergency admissions, including COVID. Just over 11% fewer elective and maternity admissions. Patients treated from the waiting list is down 10.5% compared with 2019, but there are implications there around the strike. Uh, just under 10% fewer incidents recording by, recorded by ambulance services. 19% um, fewer conveyances to A&E despite 4.1% more 999 calls. So I think the paramedics are doing some magic there. And GP appointments are up by around 4%, but the number of GPs has fallen. And now, apart from the GPs, almost all the other categories are delivering less care than before the pandemic. What's going on in the NHS box? Well, whichever way you look at it, with more staff, the NHS is less productive, and we need to think about this. We'll look carefully at the IFS report, figures 9 and 10, beds occupied by patients for more than 7 and 21 days, it's up. And the size of the adult social care workforce for the first time in nine years shrank. It's clear putting more people and more money to work in a system that is sclerotic doesn't make it more efficient and it's not the solution. Look inside the box. We're trying to fix the wrong problem. This has been Roy Lilly and thanks for listening. Bye bye now.